Welcome to A to Z Sports. A to Z Sports prime time on this Tuesday evening from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, if you're new to the show, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by TrueMav Fitness. TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch, that's where you go for the best workout possible. I was at TrueMav today, 8 a.m. with Worth. It was a great workout. You can get your first workout free at TrueMavFitness.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, Gary Ashton and the Ashton team, the Intel Edge you need to succeed can be found with the official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators and Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook app. Whether you're betting the NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Final, or everything in between, Superbook Sports is your place to wager every sports season. Promo code ATOZ is how you get in on the action. So uh, as we look at all the uh, as we look at all the different scenarios that we've talked about and how to make this team the most competitive version of itself, how to kind of go about the salary cap situation because it's been super complicated. Ryan Tannehill is somebody who's been talked about often as a whether he's a trade piece, whether he's a cap casualty, whether he's somebody who you want to see uh, this team keep but potentially lose the starting job to Will Levis or something like all different manner of Ryan Tannehill hypotheticals this offseason have been posed. I think we can all agree upon that. And so while it looks very probable that Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry and at this point even Kevin Byard are all going to be on this football team when they play their first game in September, there is a last minute or very, very recent development right around this post-June 1st, pre-June 1st deadline for you to free up a hell of a lot more money than you would under other circumstances than you would under pre-June 1st that might make this a little more interesting. We're going to go through that together. Uh, The situation that has arisen with Jimmy Garoppolo and how Ryan Tannehill may be somebody who is looked at by the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to pose you this question, though, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What's the best way for the Titans to free up more money this offseason? Give me your response in the comment section in whichever streaming platform you're hanging out with us on, and we can talk about it together. What's the Titans' best way to free up more money this offseason? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Right after I remind you that the Two Rivers Ford take is made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Go to Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet for quality American-made Ford vehicles, award-winning customer service, and a brand name that's been operating in Middle Tennessee for 40 years. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, powered by Ford, driven by people. So as you look at the uh, situation for the Titans, what's the best way at this stage for them to free up Money. If you want them to make a play for somebody, if that somebody is DeAndre Hopkins or Jarvis Landry, other free agents that I'm sure are going to get tossed about as uh, other things go, as other things come across. Rick Lynch says, free up money for, well, that's up to you, Rick. Uh, in this hypothetical, it could be for DeAndre Hopkins. It could be for whatever player you would choose to add to this roster. Um, I do think that there are some reasonable options out there for the team who probably has the worst wide receiver group in football to potentially add a piece, whether that's Hopkins or otherwise. 
So what is the best option, the best tool at their disposal? Stefan Couch says letting Tanny go. So Ryan Tannehill's uh, over the cap. I'm going to pull up his over the cap numbers because I think they do a better job with the pre-June 1, post-June 1 numbers because remember that does matter in the middle of all this conversation. So Ryan Tannehill's contract situation, if they were to trade him before June 1, so in the next two days, right, they would save a good bit of money. They would save at minimum $18.8 million against the cap. That's a big figure. If they traded him post June 1st, they would save uh they would save about $27 million at that stage, and they would have a dead cap charge of much, much less. Those are the kind of figures. Now, to release him, if they did it in the next two days, 17.8 would be the savings. If they cut him after June 1st, the savings would be $27 million flat. So there is substantial savings to be found around Ryan Tannehill's contract. The problem is you don't have a quarterback situation that DeAndre Hopkins, for example, has voiced interest in playing in. But why does all of this matter? Well, all of this matters because there's this story out of Vegas where Jimmy Garoppolo's foot situation is apparently going to potentially cost him at least the start of the season. And it sounds like the Raiders may need to add a quarterback before the season starts. This was Ian Rappaport on the Pat McAfee Show explaining the situation around Jimmy G and why the Raiders, again, might be in the quarterback market. Is that all the stuff that's taking away from us finding out actual information from you? How do we not know that Jimmy Garoppolo's foot was a real thing? We thought this Raiders-Jimmy G deal was done. The shoulder was the only issue. Now we're finding out there was an addendum that was added by Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk that basically said if his foot doesn't recover, they don't have to pay him a damn thing. Signing bonus became salary. They gave him zero dollars. How did this fly under the radar, and where are we with that whole thing? So let's start at the beginning. So the the... 49ers, at some point during the season, first they come out and say he's got a list, Frank, he's going to have surgery. And then about a week later, they say, great news, Jimmy G does not need surgery. Awesome. So then it's like, all right, well, if he doesn't need surgery, could he theoretically be able to be the backup in the playoffs? And essentially, best case scenario would have been he could have been the backup in the Super Bowl. Obviously, they didn't get there. That point was moved. Then he just kind of goes on and everything is fine. Get the free agency. Remember, you agree to terms with a team, but you don't sign until there's a physical. And every year, there's like one or two guys where things take a little longer. Maybe the press conference gets delayed and you're like, something's going on. This was one of those. So if you remember, he wasn't announced and signed at the time we all thought. It was actually the next day. And everyone sort of said the same thing. It's going to be fine. That's what I was told. That's what everyone was told. And it really and truly might be fine, but it was not, it, but it was very complicated. He needed surgery. Uh, that is what the Raiders doctors had found. And he ended up having an additional surgery. Um, and the contract was adjusted to give the team protection in case things don't go as well as they want and hope. That is basically where we are now. So that's why he's not on the field. For OTAs. They agree to deal before doing a physical or pending physical? Yes. No, no, no. You agree to a deal before the physical, and then you fly in, you do the physical, and almost always it's fine. Or if it's not fine, the team has a decision.
So that's a very, very complicated situation, right? Jimmy Garoppolo signed a contract with a foot injury. And what the team did was add a injury waiver for Jimmy's situation that would allow him to go under this contract for him to have this deal in place. But if a circumstance arises that Jimmy Garoppolo's foot keeps him from pay from playing, being able to play, then a lot of the financial circumstances of his contract are voided. So in theory, the Raiders did sign Jimmy Garoppolo in free agency. But if this foot situation costs him meaningful time, the Raiders can get out from under the deal with precious little consequence. In fact, they've put the vast majority of the burden on Garoppolo, which would then create a circumstance. Again, this is a total Hail Mary situation, but it would then create a circumstance where the Raiders around the June 1 deadline or June 1, uh, what do we want to, what do we want to call it? The June 1, like pulp, uh, like what what's the what what's the term in racing like quarter pole or whatever the case may be like the june 1 point i don't know <laughs> it's not a deadline you know what i'm trying to say but i think uh i think that this is a scenario where it could present a hail mary opportunity to move ryan Tannehill. now whether that actually comes to fruition or not there's a lot of different things that need to happen there but i do think that it is a very very unique situation for a team like the Titans to keep an eye on because everybody should have uh, everybody should still be available um, no matter what the circumstances on a team like this one. We're going to get into this in a little more. You'll hear from DeAndre Hopkins here in just a second. Speaking of where you might spend that money right after I remind you that true math fitness in the Gulch makes the primetime show possible. They make my uh, healthy lifestyle possible. They can make your healthy lifestyle lifestyle possible with their great workout programs. I was in there today, the 8 a.m. class with Worth. Their coaching staff is incredible. They always put you in a great position to succeed, to maximize your workout, to get in and out of there in about 40 minutes if you want to take one of their boot camp style classes. I love those. I also like the personal training. It's a very nice touch. If I want to go in and work on a certain, uh, certain, uh, certain muscle group, then I can make sure that I schedule that, and TrueMav will help me out. They also have a great open gym if you want to sign up for their memberships and work out when you want to work out. TrueMapFitness.com for your first workout free and for all their great membership options. So uh, as we look at the situation for the Raiders, the Raiders is the, the Raiders are a, a really, they're kind of in a similar situation as the Titans, right? But while they have um, while they have bought themselves a little more time with a bridge quarterback in Garoppolo, they are also in kind of a tenuous situation. Their defense has not been good. Their draft classes have uh, fallen pretty short of expectation in the last couple of years. You're starting to see those holes on the roster manifest themselves. Um, you've got a coach who is already coming in with a stigma around him and Josh McDaniels and who obviously was not able to succeed last year, but you don't know whether that's because he's a bad coach or because the circumstances around him are failing. Uh, I think all these, I think all these different, uh, I think all these different circumstances that uh, have created the offseason for the Raiders that it did still leaves a window open for the Titans to move a player like Tannehill should the Raiders become very, very desperate. But I think, uh, or just, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be very desperate. Ryan Tannehill would be a great option for a team like that. 
but um, obviously the Garoppolo foot injury or foot situation would have to come to pass first and foremost for that to be viable. So let's talk about where you might spend that money um, in this uh, situation. Uh, where in this hypothetical, where Ryan Tannehill would be able to be moved, what's the best allocation of those resources? Uh, what position would you like to see the Titans spend new money on? We'll talk about it together on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Um, I think they have a lot more needs than wide receiver. I think the offensive line situation is still poor. I think the edge depth is really bad. I think that the defensive line depth behind Jeff, I know they signed a player today, but I know I don't think the defensive line depth behind Jeff and Autry is very good at this point. So what position would you like to see the Titans spend new money on if they were to create new money in this hypothetical situation? We'll talk about it right after I remind you that primetime is made possible by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. The Intel Edge is what the Ashton team will give you to succeed when you go to GaryAshton.com. I bought my home with the Ashton team. We're coming up on four years Next month, as a matter of fact, four, four years in June, I bought my home with Gary and his team. They gave me the Intel Edge, and my property value has nearly doubled in the four years that I bought it. Gary Ashton and his great group are the team that your favorite teams trust. So go to GaryAshton.com and don't sell without the Intel. Um, so as you look at the situation for the Titans, if they were to create hypothetical cap space, where where is the best allocation of that at this point jay street says so tart isn't any good got you buck well tart doesn't play um tart doesn't play in the vast majority of snaps so i look at tart i mean he's their starting nose tackle um the depth behind tart is naquan jones and naquan jones is an undrafted guy naquan jones has had some moments but like tart is a starting frontline player he's not I mean, I know they use a couple of different fronts and formations, so I guess at any point Tart, Autry, and Simmons could be on the field. It could be Tart, Jeff, Harold, and Weaver. Like, they could get creative with it, but very often do they not. They tend to use the same personnel, and Tart's not on the field that much, but technically is their starting nose tackle. So, no, I don't think they have any good uh, depth behind Tart at this stage of the game. Um, I think that uh, I think that when you look at a lot of the uh, – a lot of the – um, different position groups. Royale Wright says, dreaming up problems now. No, I don't think so. Um, if you if you watched that video yesterday, Roy, Jeff was talking about that his ankle's still not healthy at this stage. It may well be by the time we, by the time we get to September. Danico Autry is in his mid-30s. He has knee issues. He was not available to them for all of training camp. He was not available to them for a good stretch, and he's in the last year of his deal. Um, so they need some Danico Autry um, they need a Danico Autry backup plan at some point, right? And maybe this new signee is that or a functional role player that they can find. Maybe this is Mario Edwards or, uh, oh, I'm blanking on the dude who got a contract from the Bears after have a really, having a really, DeMarcus Walker. DeMarcus Walker had a really good year here. So maybe they can find guys like that because they were able to do that last year, if possible. Um, but I do look at those situations and say, for all the good that it, for all the good that those players did, um, they were not nearly as impactful without the primary actors on the field. So, you know, I would still argue that the Titans defensive line depth wasn't good enough last year, even though you had some good moments, some really good moments and some really good snaps from guys like uh, Mario Edwards and Demarcus Walker. 
But either way, I think the best use of that money would be DeAndre Hopkins, as even as reticent as I am on a deal like that. I think a lot of Titans fans have uh, lived to see that mistake several times over. Um, that's what uh, that's what they said about Julio, says Mr. Jones, and I understand uh, at this point that you uh, that you look at all these uh, at, that that you look at all these situations. Um, I don't think that many teams even want Hopkins. He has a bad rep around the league. I don't think that's true. DeAndre Hopkins doesn't have a bad reputation around the league. Where has that ever been? Where has that ever been voiced? I remember Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins got into it. There was some, a situation with, uh, I don't know if it was DeAndre Hopkins' girlfriend or mother of one of his children. Like, I don't know what the situation was, but there was a conflict between Bill O'Brien and DeAndre Hopkins that reportedly was uh a, a dom- around a domestic situation is all I know. There weren't ever really concrete details reported on that. And then, uh, yeah, he ended up in Arizona. He's not had a reputation other than overwhelmingly great player in the league. He's had some opinions from time to time, but if you're somebody who doesn't like the athletes that have opinions, then I don't know what, you know, you're living in the wrong era of football. There is precious little, uh, um, cause, uh, the good Dr. Lipschitz is citing. There was also conflict in Arizona. There's conflict on every sideline in America in every sideline on it. Have you watched the Miami heat in these, in these NBA finals, Jimmy Butler is draining threes and then fl- is flipping his own bench, the middle finger. Like these people thrive off conflict. They thrive off competition. The best of them do. So Kyler Murray and Deandre Hopkins yelling at each other on the sideline because you saw it on hard knocks. That shit happens all the time. Mike Vrabel bellows at people on the sideline. I've seen Ryan Tannehill getting somebody's ass on the sideline. Like these are situations where you look at what these guys, the environment that these guys are competing in. Of course there's conflict. So conflict, conflict is conflict, frankly, to an extent, conflict is a sign of a healthy locker room. Uh, And I think most professional athletes that I've worked around or any professional athletes that you might encounter would uh, agree um, with that sentiment. Noctrop says phrasing. Yeah, I know. I know what I did. <laughs> uh let's uh let's keep it moving. Anyway, actually DeAndre Hopkins though, whether he would a- be able to end up in Tennessee, again, the finances of that are complicated. But he has voiced his opinion on the situations that he would like to play for. Some of them may seem fairly obvious, but here is DeAndre Hopkins in his own words on the I am athlete podcast. What I want is stable management upstairs. I think that's something that I haven't really had. Uh, you know, past couple years of my career coming from Houston to being in uh, Arizona. Uh, you know, so I've been through three to four GMs in my career. Mm. So a stable management, uh, a QB who loves the game, uh, a QB who, uh, you know, brings everybody on board with him and uh, pushes not just himself, but, uh, you know, people around him. Uh, you know, I don't need a great QB. I've done it with with subpar QBs, you know, just a QB who loves the game like I do. Um, and a great defense. I think defense won championships. Uh, for me, I think that's the key. You got to have a great defense. You got to have a great D-line. And uh, you know, obviously, just like you said, you, you meet with people. Uh, I have a council of friends uh, who who are, are not just my friends, but, you know, they're, they're my business, business managers as well. So, uh, you know, we go in depth about these things. And that's why I love this, this process. I love this game teaches you a lot and uh you know for me that's it you know great management qb who loves the game and a great defense so that is deandre hopkins in his own words 
talking about the team or the situation that he might be willing to play with. So, you know, I think the Titans make a lot of sense in that circumstance, but that also makes a lot of sense to a lot of different teams. B. Hall says, D. Hop is talking dirty to me. Like I said, you'd have to make the money work, but uh, it's not impossible. It's just improbable at this point. All right, let's move on and let's get to a gone viral video. This happened a couple of days ago with Scotty Pippen kind of going on a bit of a rant. Um, he was doing an interview um, and he was asked about Michael Jordan as a teammate and as a player uh, pre Scotty Pippen. And then after Scotty Pippen was on those Bulls teams and it was obviously making the headlines nationally. So the question is simply this, what is Scotty Pippen's problem? Because he has continued to have moments like this where he gets a headline and it's super inflammatory where throwing shots at Michael Jordan at this stage of his career just makes Scotty look kind of small. So the question is, what is Scotty Pippen's problem on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch? We will hear from him momentarily right after I remind you that primetime is presented by Superbook Sports. Promo code ATOZ will get you in on all the action and they'll match your first bet up to $250 using that promo code in the Superbook Sports app. So download it today. Get the best odds boosts and promo bets out there. Terms and conditions, go to Superbook.com. Gambling problem, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So what is Scottie Pippen's problem? I don't know what's going on. Michael Wagner says his ex-wife is dating Jordan's son. Oof. God, that is that is pretty complicated. I know, and I know, I don't know uh, specific details, but I know Scotty's ex-wife has a complicated uh dating situation in ways that might publicly embarrass scotty uh is it larsa pippen is that the is that the name of the wife yeah or the ex-wife i think there's a i think there is some strife going on again domestically uh in the pippen household that might strain scotty to a degree but just you know why he's taking that out of michael jordan if michael jordan's i do i God, I, of course, this is reckless of me to even say out loud, but I would love a world where Michael Jordan is egging his son on to date Scottie Pippen's wife, that ex-wife. That would be unbelievable. But either way, Scottie's salty about something. LeBron will be the greatest statistical guy to ever play the game of basketball. And there's no comparison to him. None. So does that make him the greatest player to ever play the game? I'll leave that out for debating because I don't believe that there's a great player because our game is a team game and one player can't do it. Like I seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys seen him play. He's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. He was all one-on-one. He's shooting bad shots. And all of a sudden we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. Scotty, I mean, there is statistical evidence to back up that Michael Jordan was not the player or did not achieve the greatest heights as a player without Scottie Pippen. That statistical case can be made quite easily, as a matter of fact. But when Scotty takes it to the extreme and says that he was a horrible player, of course, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's just, it's just utterly ridiculous. So, you know... I, if, if it's something to do with the last dance, because I know Scotty, I think Scotty felt like he got hung out to dry a little bit with the last dance, the way that it was um, portrayed or the way that Scotty was portrayed in the middle of all that, you know, whatever's going on. But uh, Scotty Pippen clearly has a problem with Michael Jordan. And 
I have no idea what it is, but it does create content from time to time. Speaking of content, that's going to do it for this particular episode uh, worth of content, but we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Come hang out with us on 104.5 The Zone from 10 to 1. We'll do the dumbest thing in sports this week. I'm sure you could find some options. Hell, mine might mine might be Scotty Pippen. Um, but we'll do that from 10 to 1 on 104.5, so come hang out with us there. And if I don't catch you there, there will be a lot of Titans media availability stuff tomorrow. Practice will be open to the media. Um, I'll have to do radio during a portion of it, but I will zip right out there afterwards and catch the second half and media availability. So keep an eye on that or an eye out for that on social media. Have a great rest of your night, and I'll talk to you at some point tomorrow. See you guys. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.